Welcome back to the Financial Zero to Hero podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to move your small business forward. This show provides you with the ability to understand the financial aspects of your business, as well as the lifestyle aspects so many of us ignore. Along the way, I will also explore the scary world of fraud and how it affects your life. And in between all the business stuff, I will jump into a lighter subject, what I call the sports that don't love you back. My name is Steve Hubland, and I am your host. So sit back and enjoy the broadcast as I start your journey from financial zero to a financial hero. Welcome, everybody. In this episode, we're going over the series, the Sports That Don't Love You Back series. And in particular, this episode is how to squirrel away money for season tickets. Now, no matter your sport or level, whether it's college team or professional team, if you're truly a fanatic uh, about your team, you probably have season tickets. And, you know, the, like I said, this can be college. You know, you can be college football, college basketball. It can be professional. It can be hockey, professional hockey or professional football or professional basketball, what have you. If you really are a fanatic, you probably have season tickets, you know, assuming you live within a close proximity of the team. Now, we're going to go over, you know, kind of ways you can, uh, you know, as I say, squirrel away money to be able to afford those season tickets. And and I'm just going to go over kind of the season ticket part, not the, you know, the franchise fee and the seat fee, all those stuff you have to pay to just to get to, you know, being able to have season tickets. But we're just really going over, you know, your annual fee on that. Now. It's super important, um, and I don't know who said this, but it's very important to never finance entertainment. The second you start doing that, that just winds you down a very, very bad path. So um, just want to kind of disclose that uh, up front is never finance your entertainment. So obviously, you know, the easiest way to scroll money away is, you know, save a portion every week. Uh, from either your paycheck or your revenue, um, your net income, you know, how, however you're structured. If you're, if you are an employee or if you are a small business, you own your your business. Save a portion every week. It's no different than if you're a small business and you're setting up your cash reserves. Um, now, remember, for those of you who've gone through some of the podcasts, you ideally want to have your cash reserves at fifteen to thirty percent of your prior year gross revenue. So. You go through that process to set up your cash reserve for your company. You can do the same thing for um, your season tickets. You know, almost think of it like a 401k. You know, all of us um, who have been um, an employee at one point in time in our lives, you know, probably contributed to a 401k and had them automatically withheld from our paycheck. Same thing. Um, My point on this is to remember that you're only around for so long. So, you know, don't wait until you're retired to start enjoying life. You know, you want to be able to, you know, you don't want to get to where you're 65, 66, whatever the retirement age is, and you have trouble walking around now because of just all the years taking a toll on your body and you just, you can't really enjoy some of the stuff that you normally enjoy before. So always take advantage of that. Now, I'm not saying overextend and live beyond your means, um, but, you know, but reasonably, you know, say to yourself, you know, Yes, I, I want to enjoy my life. So, you know, start saving a portion of, 
you know, your weekly income um, to be able to afford those tickets, you know, because a lot of times, you know, depending on your sport, you know, that ticket price, you know, for one season ticket is, is fairly substantial. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, depending on what sport and what city you live in, uh, it can be fairly heavy. So it's easier to save up for a little bit than hit, you know, write that big old check all at once. Um, another way to think about this is credit card points, especially if you own your own business. Can you pay a lot of your expenses with a credit card that will reimburse you with cash? So, for instance, my my uh, company, my HuffmanForensic.com, where we do virtual CFO services, you know, I have an American Express uh, business card, and it pays me cash for all of my expenses. So I literally run all my expenses through there. Now. The important thing is you must pay off the balance every month. Otherwise, if you don't, you completely, if you miss one month, then that whole scheme will just collapse and you'll end up paying fees well beyond anything that you made in the cash back. Um, kind of a side note, um, one of the other reasons why I use a, uh, a credit card for my expenses. Now, keep in mind, I'm, I'm a virtual company, so I don't have as much overhead uh, that a lot of other companies have. A lot of my my expenses are subscription type expenses. And um, because I have that, use that American Express credit card, that links right into my QuickBooks account. Yes, I use QuickBooks. That's great for what I need it for. And it automatically, I signed it and I, I've trained QuickBooks to understand when those expenses come through, bang, they um, automatically hit respective accounts and the invoice uh, is attached. Well, not quite invoice, but the the uh, description on, on the expenses attached. And it's so much easier than writing checks. But again, I, I kind of went on a rabbit trail there. But back to the, the credit card points, you know, if you can make it work where you pay off your business expenses every month and you can pay with a, a credit card that pays you cash, well, you can start taking those cash back amount that you get and start putting it away to be able to afford those season tickets. And again, what we're going through is just kind of miscellaneous ways to you know take advantage of having fun in your life. Now, the other area is you can sell stuff. You know, on eBay or Facebook or you know whatever, whatever app you you so choose, and you'll be amazed or surprised what people will buy. Uh, I'm currently um, the personal representative of my parents' estate. You know, they passed away and they had uh, kind of hoarding habits, and so there's a bunch of stuff that I would normally consider to be junk. But some of the stuff I, I you know, we've put on Facebook on you know marketplace, and all of a sudden somebody buys it. And, it, and it's, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, I, I wouldn't buy that, but apparently somebody else wants to buy it. Um, and so that's another thing is, you know, look around your house. You know, you'll be surprised at stuff that you may consider to be junk. You know, put it on the Facebook marketplace. You'll be surprised at who, what people buy. Um, and then maybe you can also consider, you know, going to yard sales, you know, stocking up on stuff that people are getting rid of and seeing if you can sell it. If you do that, I'll warn you, there's lots of competition out there. There are a lot of people that do this, you know, where they go through all the different yard sales and stuff. And, and I've actually seen um, where they they get rather vicious with other people buying stuff. And so it, it's almost unhealthy, but it, it is an option. I'll throw it out there for an option. But keep in mind, it's, it's, it can be a little, little daunting um, on that aspect. Uh, invest. You know, you can always take some money if you know it's going to be, you know, let's say 5000 per ticket you know, the next year or that's what the current year was. 
know, if you have that money, put it aside, let it earn some interest. You know, you can do a, a real, real safe bet and put it into a CD. Granted, you're not going to make a whole lot, but at least you'll get something off of it. Or you can put it, you know, into a, a brokerage account. Now, keep in mind, if you do brokerage slash stock market, you can lose your principal. So don't don't automatically think you're just going to gain. You know, the current market, you know, is constantly going up, but you can always have a downturn in the market. If, if those of you are out there recall the fourth quarter of 2018, uh, the market's just completely tanked and a lot of people lost a lot of value. Granted, it all came back eventually, but there is that possibility. So just kind of, you know, keep that in mind. Another thing to think about is, you know, what games do you may you, might you want to sell? So if you're, you know, big team is facing a, another big team if your team's facing a, a big team coming up in you know middle of the season you know maybe you make the sacrifice for that big game and sell those tickets um and use that money for the next year to pay your season tickets so a lot of people do that particular route you know obviously you know you're sacrificing your your enjoyment and your entertainment um for that one game but you know maybe that'll help um just as an example, I actually had a friend who, him and his dad had season tickets to the Denver Broncos, and right before the Super Bowl that they, um, where they played the Green Bay Packers in, in San Diego, um, which happened to be the, the uh, first Super Bowl that the Broncos had ever won, they had somebody approach him and offer um, money, and this they were literally in the parking lot, and they were tailgating, and they had somebody come up and offer them money for the two tickets, and they the price that they sold those tickets for, they were actually able to pay for their next season tickets um, with just selling those two Super Bowl tickets. Um, and so, yes, they ended up, you know, watching the the Super Bowl in the parking lot, um, but they ended up paying for the next year's um, season tickets without ever having to, um, you know, fork anything over. Uh, it just so happens for those of you who you know follow the NFL, Denver ended up winning the next Super Bowl um, that they the very next Super Bowl they went to it and, and won it against the Atlanta uh, Falcons and uh, it just so happens my friend and her dad didn't um, sell those tickets they actually went to that particular game so they did finally get to see their their favorite team win the Super Bowl or, or beat in the Super Bowl and actually win it so um, keep in mind you want to be careful with some professional sports teams. Um, there has been incidents that you see in the media where a professional sports team will actually yank your season tickets if you, the season ticket holder, do not attend a certain amount of the games. Um, I've you know seen stories um, where, you know, as a professional uh, sports organization, the people who had their season tickets didn't use them that one year. Um, granted, this is their story, so they might have been doing this for several years, but they didn't use any tickets that year, and that professional sports franchise pulled their season ticket. And so they lost their spot, and then it went to the next person who was on the list uh, for season tickets. So make sure if you're going to go the route of selling some tickets, um, you're aware of those stipulations um, because you don't want to sit there and think, hey, I'm going to pay for next year and the year after by selling all these tickets, and then all of a sudden, um, that particular sports franchise, either professional or college, pulls your season ticket. So make sure you're aware 
of the stipulation. And then, of course, you know, the, the standard, um, you know, make sure you're aware that, you know, there are some stipulations if people who are using your tickets are, you know, belligerent and um, cause a ruckus and all that, um, that could come back on you. But that's kind of, that's another another story on there. Now, from your business standpoint, you can save money on new vendors. So with every product out there, so I'll, I'll use my um, my particular industry as an example. You know, I have subscriptions to various um, software companies for the software that I need for my um, virtual CFO work that I do. And there are other vendors out there that offer the same or similar products. And like I mentioned in one of my other podcasts, you always want to try to be, or you want to be on the lookout for anything that um, makes your life easier, is better, and obviously um, more efficient, and, and then of course, cost less. And so in, in my particular industry, I'm always on the lookout. And if I'm paying, let's say I have a subscription and I'm paying $100 a month for some uh, forecasting software, and all of a sudden I come across another vendor that is selling the same type of software, but it has a couple more bells and whistles that I, I like, and it, and it, you know, it has all the ease of the current one. But let's say it's eighty bucks a month instead of hundred bucks a month. I'm not above switching over to that. But if that hundred dollars didn't really hurt my business, so now I'm making, you know, I'm going to pay eighty instead of hundred. Now I got twenty dollars per month that I technically could, you know save away. So you can think about it like that with your business is, okay, what vendors do I have that, you know, I'm going to switch and I'm going to make a savings? Well, if you're still paying that amount and and the amount wasn't hurting your business to begin with, you can take that savings, quote unquote, and squirrel it away, put it in a separate reserve account uh, on your books, and then when it comes time for the the uh, renewal of the season tickets, then you pull it out just like you would any other distribution, and it comes right on out, and you're able to pay for it. Again, that that does take work and some effort on there, but you know that's another aspect. Um, and then, of course, you know some vendors offer award programs. So, you know, depending on who your uh, vendor is, some of them give you awards programs where. You know, kind of generically, let's say, if you buy nine um, cases of XYZ product from us, we'll give you the 10th one free. Well, if you would pay for the 10th one, um, you can use the cost of how much you would have paid for that 10th one and use that to uh, allocate it over to your you know season ticket reserve fund. So a bunch of different ways to think about uh, on that. And then the other last one I wanted to touch base on is just overall efficiency. Again, you know, if you know you're not as efficient with um, your time or your cost as your competitors are, well, if you can make your company a little bit more efficient, you know, like I said, you know, I've got a, a YouTube video out there. If you go to my YouTube channel at Stephen Hovland um, on YouTube, um, where I go through the effects of uh, one additional charge hour for a digital agency, well, you know, what's the effect of you know one more hour worked by your staff, you know, if you charge time, or one less hour worked, you know, on producing a product, you know, small little goals for increased efficiencies 
add up to the bottom line. And again, there you go. There's your uh, additional funds to be able to afford um, those season tickets. So, but overall, it's important to note that we as human beings have limited time on this earth. So constantly killing ourselves so that we can have a large nest egg for retirement, you know, that's fine. But you need to make sure you understand one, you can't take it with you. You know, you, you see all these billionaires in the news and they're elderly and they're they're quite old. And it's like they one probably won't spend all that money. And two, when they pass away, their estate's going to have a huge amount of money. But it's like, but are you enjoying your life? So make sure you enjoy what you do and you enjoy your life. So if, if that it truly is going to a, a sporting event and having season tickets and being able to see your favorite, you know, athlete or event or what have you, um, you know, make sure you, you make it happen, you know, as long as you can plan it out. Uh, and then, of course, please, please remember, never, ever finance your entertainment. That is just the path that leads you to um, a lot of bad juju. So, um, but yeah, again, many different options out there to be able to squirrel money away for your season tickets. Um, and also, you know, if you need to, you know, when you're talking to other people in your your family circle, sometimes those season tickets are an investment. I mean, you look at um, the Green Bay Packers, for instance, they're famous for, you know, all, you know, bequeathing the season tickets. And, you know, you know, those are like you know, almost impossible, it sounds like, to get those tickets. And, you know, I mean, the the Super Bowl t- or the football team that I follow um, historically has had a, you know, 15 to 20 year waiting list, depending on where you want to sit. So, I mean, you could put your name on the list and it's going to be 10, 15, 20 years before you even get there, you know, depending on, you know, again, this is the whole, you know, if you want to sit, you know, real close to the field, though it's going to take longer to get those tickets. But if you want to sit you know, up in the nosebleed sections, you know, you can get those sooner and then work your way down. And it's a whole, it's a whole game on that stuff. So, um, but again, you can consider it to be an investment. You know, you have tickets and other people don't, you know, to the, the big game. So, um, but like I said, whatever you do, do not finance your entertainment. Thank you. At the close of today's show, I remind you of my free Small Business Money Moves course. At HublinFinancialSecrets.com, I go over important concepts regarding how to make your business more efficient and ultimately have your business work for you. The topics I cover are how to make a profit without working harder. Remember, we all want to work smarter, not harder. Next subject is how to autopilot your business. There are items in your business that can be automated. And I go over some of them that kind of help spark that idea of what can you automate. And then finally, how to keep the money you make in your business. And we touch base on the cash reserves, budgeting, and expenses. Are they earning their rent in your business? These free courses can be found at HovlandFinancialSecrets.com. Again, that's H-O-V-L-A-N-D FinancialSecrets.com. Simply enter your email address and you'll have access to the course and start sparking ideas in your business. Again, that website's HovlandFinancialSecrets.com. I thank you for your time and I hope you have a great day.